Hey guys, life is like a hurricane here on YouTube. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes, today on... Hey everybody, welcome in to another Press B to Cancel podcast, the best podcast you're going to listen to, well, until we're done. Uh, today we are talking about both retro and retro uh, revisited um, in a game or a, a handful of games uh, by the name of DuckTales, if you couldn't determine from my intro. <laughs> Um, but today I am joined, I'm not alone. I am joined by three of my good friends. Uh, Jake, how are you today? Uh, I'm on brand this week and I'm hopped up. Oh, I didn't take my day quill. I better do that real quick. I'm hopped up on oh, cold boy. medication. Or I will be shortly because I feel like crap, but otherwise I'm happy to be here this week. Excellent. And, uh, Chard Monk, how are you today? Great. Had a good slugging of, uh, demon souls today and did, did some real damage today. So it was a great, great afternoon excellent excellent and last and certainly not least werewolf how are you today i am feeling accomplished because i beat both of these this week fantastic i think you might be the only one of us i beat the original a while back but i'll tell you what the new one it's i gotta i gotta really de-rust and by de-rust i mean completely play the game from start to finish all over again <laughs> yeah, for, for sure for sure uh, so, um, you, people may ask why we're not talking about a particular game, uh, from Nintendo this week. Well, because we don't want to get sued. Um, <laughs> no takedowns here, please. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. We're sorry, Nintendo. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Please don't press B to cancel this episode. That, that'd be great. They're awful with it, man. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Um, and while we're here, I'm going to go ahead and get this out before kind of the end of the episode. But, uh, if you like what you're hearing, please give us a subscribe and like, tell your friends, all that stuff. All right. Uh, so this is, uh, two games. One was originally on the original Nintendo entertainment system, and then a remake from a few years ago, uh, which in my opinion is fantastic. Um, does somebody have a little more history than I have? Other than it exists um, and it was part of the Disney morning lineup or the Disney right. afternoon lineup. Right. And it has one of the catchiest theme songs oh. that anybody oh. has ever heard in their lives. Pure and even if you go DuckTales, you know that someone across the bar is going to go, woo! And that's, yeah. that's, you just know it's going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's all the history you need. Um, well, the original game was Capcom's first foray into the whole Disney collection of games that they made, particularly for the NES. They did a few for the Super Nintendo, I believe, but it was mostly the NES is what they're remembered for, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this one came out in 1989, and they kept pumping games out on the NES until 94. Which I didn't realize it was that late of a, a release for DuckTales. I thought it was earlier than that. That's awesome, because the thing with these ones, no. all the Capcom's Disney games on the NES were just bangers, all of them, really. Like Chip and Dale oh, yeah. And, and yeah, all the rest of them. They really, they really hovered around that Disney afternoon theme set, which mm -hmm. was the four. It started with the four shows. It was Gummy Bears, uh, Ducktales, Tailspin, and Rescue Rangers. 
Uh, yep. and Darkwing Duck later got introduced. I think they took Gummy Bears out, put Darkwing Duck in there, which is another Capcom Disney afternoon game that is also spectacular. Capcom, yes. like you said, really knocked all those games out of the park. They were incredible. It is, it's worth mentioning that DuckTales had a lot of the same development team as a Mega Man mm, because the game feels like it. <laughs> you mm. can tell. <laughs> yeah, the difficulty level for sure lands... Now, unlike Mega Man games, it seems like there's a difficulty selector. Still <laughs> hard, just even on easy. Just you know, here, here's here. Enjoy suffering for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so I spun I, this I, game I, up. This I do week. find it interesting. So I spun that? this. I spun this game up this week just to try it. Oh. Remind myself how brutal this game is, both the original and the remaster. And I think I died like three, four times in the Amazon stage. I'm like, okay, let's move on. Try the moon stage because, you know, soundtrack's a banger and then died mm-hmm. like multiple times. And then I figure, okay, the remaster has to be easier, right? No, no, the remaster is nope. also brutally difficult. Now, now it's one of the harder NES games. Quality, yeah. They did give you one quality of life feature in the remaster, and that is the ability to hold the X button and pogo. Yes, yeah, instead pogo. of holding yes. down. And then, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so that, Which, that definitely is a quality of life feature. I have to say... That is a weird design decision to make that how that worked in the NES game mm-hmm. because the B button doesn't do anything else, right? Yes. It Well, you can swing, your right? Your cane, period. Yeah. You swing right. at rocks or boulders or treasure chests or whatever. But you have to be pressing or, a direction to do yes. whatever with the cane. Right. But right. I don't know. I I feel like it's weird that they made it so difficult to do the pogo in the NES game when the game is already pretty difficult now i didn't try the easy mode i don't know if they made it easier to do in the nes game but i think you get uh, extra life if you do easy and i think that was a major difference yeah probably heart yeah something like that but uh yeah it's the game was pretty sufficiently hard even on normal mode in both the original and in remastered Mm -hmm. I think the NES game was harder than the remastered game for most of it. I'm not surprised. I mean, there's that whole, you know, mantra NES hard, right? Or old school hard. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, so changing a couple of quality of life uh, features will make the game, you know, arguably easier, right? Um, So, um, yeah, I, um, I, I didn't get terribly far because I'm, I'm trash at, like Mega Man in particular. Um, but I had a blast doing it. And honestly, the voiceovers in the remake and the um the soundtrack in the remake, I mean, it's it uh, if they if you if you look at like what is a what is a uh, like nearly perfect remake, that they basically kind of nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that all the character sprites look just like they looked in the cartoons yeah yeah uh i think they got most of if not all of the original cast to reprise their roles Mm -hmm. and it just felt like where there was almost no plot in the nes game they still kept it feeling like the original game but dropped a whole bunch of plot and storytelling and voice acting on top of it. And it felt cohesive. It didn't feel out of place. It didn't feel weird. It didn't feel like it broke the way the game unfolded or anything. And it honestly, it felt like watching 
a DuckTales episode or the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Especially mm-hmm. when you beat Remastered, which I'll come back to that in a few minutes. But once you beat Remastered and you finally see the credits roll, you get fed the DuckTales theme song <laughs> in its entirety. The long version, not the short version from the opening. Good, right. Oh really? So it's it's got all the co- all the the verses and choruses, and then it feeds into a melody of song, a couple songs from the game, which is super cool. cool. Yeah, that is cool. I I like as soon as you fire the game up, as soon as you kick it off, but it it's not only the Ducktales theme, but it's actually like the eight bit original song mm-hmm. with like a couple modern extra, embellishments. Like, yeah yes. exactly like some modern it, embellishments but it still has that 8-bit sound I, when i fired it up i went oh yeah. okay here we go I'm yeah it's, it, it's chip tuned so that it sounds right. like the original right but it's still a right. chip yeah. Tuned, right yeah yeah but, and i i man, dug they, i dug the lead in i dug the you know we'll get into i guess the breakdown of the game a little bit more if we want to but I, the first one obviously you know you go right into the level select screen, but this one has kind of a lead in into what mm-hmm. you know tutorial. you're going yeah. into the level. Why why you go to the level select screen? And I, like to Wolf's point, exactly. It didn't feel awkward or forced or weird or out of place. It it flowed really really well. My one complaint is, is there's a lot of cutscenes within the game yeah. as a platform. Like are. when you pick up the coins and stuff, but luckily you can skip them. You can skip all the cinematics if you want to. If you've yeah. been playing it for a while, and with as many times as I died, I got tired of hearing the, <laughs> the <laughs> stuff over. So I was like, "All right, speed it up, speed it up." But it's it's pretty quick. It's a pretty quick turnaround. So. But sometimes um, it's well, not just one or two cutscenes. Oh. It's like three or four in a row back to back. Because I was skipping a bunch of them when yeah. I played this week. And it's just like, come on already. <laughs> like, I like the story too, yeah. but you're right, Chard. Back to back was a bit bit much. I do want to point out a little troll as well, because I was watching Chard play this uh, last night on stream. And there's a series of steps that he kept going up and a little gem would appear further back. So he had to keep going and it kept appearing like one step down yep. each time. So it was like <laughs> forward back, forward back further, forward back even further. And then God damn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like it's one of those leaving a mess behind me. It's one of those trolls that's harmless. So you still laugh, but you're also like, Oh, you guys are trolls. Right. Yeah. No, the game feels supernatural. The boss, the, my biggest thing that I ran into was was the boss fight issues. I, I yeah. could get to almost every last boss on my own, and then as soon as I get to them, I, I just yeah. run out of lives. And it, I was yeah. like, I can't forget that. It's, it's, it's you hit it with the head. So all you got to do is hit it in the head, and you're done. But not and, uh, not like once or twice. Yeah. It, it feels like eight I, times. It seems a bit much is, for, for the modern bosses. Like I, I, I said this offline. I think like it was, you. Well, you beat the loop. You figure out the loop of the boss after two or three goes. And once you get the loop down, you're like still have to keep hitting him again and again. And compared to the NES version, like even the first boss, the statue head in the NES game, I went back to it. It goes by so fast in the, in the remastered version. Yeah. It looks better yeah. and there's more gameplay added to it, but it takes forever. Like a Metroid Dread had shorter boss fights in this game. <laughs> the I, uh, the oh. boss fights in remastered are definitely stretched out versions of the original boss fights. Yeah. So in in some ways the modern boss fights might make it a little easier because there's more time to respond or certain things are telegraphed better. Yeah. But the fight just takes so much longer that you kind of get knocked off your game just by the mm-hmm. you know the the virtue of waiting, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's like an endurance match a little bit, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. it's a war of attrition keep... for the most part. Exactly, exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, I'm going to keep doing the same pattern. He's going to keep doing the same pattern, and one of us is going to win. <laughs> That's basically yeah. who's going to last the longest in this fight, and it's never me. <laughs> As it I, have me. To, <laughs> I have to say, I got I got trained by by Mario games. So the first time I got into one of these boss fights, I did the third hit, and I was like, yeah. Why is the boss still standing? <laughs> yeah, like, I was expecting three a three. Like Mario, Sonic, <laughs> uh-huh, like all yeah. the big original hitters is three hits. But yeah. the original DuckTales, I want to say, was five hits per boss. Mm, and like I that. think yeah, Remastered right. made it six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. But uh, like for how yeah, long like those the, loops take, it's definitely too long. I, I would say that most of the fights on the NES game, the boss fights, are easier than the remastered one just because remastered fights take so long there's more to learn and in some cases that's good and in some cases it's not like the fight with dracula duck at the end mm-hmm. is harder on remastered but it's also much more interesting they added a whole other set of mechanics in that fight that bouncing were not off the bats in the original <laughs> all you do yeah, is try and land on the you bats still and do get the bouncing there. off the bats but there's like uh, another phase dropped in between mm. those mm, where cool. he gets transformed into a dragon and shoots fire from the background <laughs> at where you're standing. What? So you have to move <laughs> or there's like a space invaders style drop of bats and you have to go line up with the part where there's space for mm. you not to get hit. Well, that's kind of cool. And then there's so, another one where uh. he's just turned into a giant and tries to just stomp on you with his fangs. So what you're saying is it is, it is a Mega Man game. It is yeah. a Mega Man game. <laughs> you know, it's but it's it, when I was reading the remake when I was about to buy it, and you guys were talking about doing this episode, and I picked it up. All the, <laughs> all the, all the reviews are all what they call it, Duck Souls, Duck Souls. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't even like one person I would have laughed at, but there was like five people that said that in the top. And the top rated what just said Duck Souls. Like oh so, so when <laughs> so. So when you're looking at the reviews, you're like sold click because yeah, it's the Souls game. <laughs> DuckTales and Souls, Soulsborn's Tales. I'm I'm there. Now the question the question that I have is is the true story written as descriptions in the weapons? Yeah, there's too much plot in DuckTales remastered. <laughs> it's game of the year, guys. It's game of the year. <laughs> I learned more about the Doug Eater than in DuckTales Remastered than I have in that old Elden Ring. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I think it's funny that there's like the level of plot in the original DuckTales for NES is acceptable for an action game from 1989 on the NES, right? Sure. But it's it's a mess. It's not great. Mm. <laughs> well, what is what even that is the, the plot like, in the NES one? Like you're collecting magical items. There's right? There's treasure to be found so that Scrooge can ensure that he remains the richest duck in the world. Yeah. I mean, that's, so, uh, that's like, literally it. I was, You're just like, oh, there's yeah. shit all over the world. I'm going to go find it and be rich. Oh, okay. Yeah. And <laughs> at the end of the game, you know, that all these treasures are stolen by Magicka Dispel and Flintlock Glomgold. Of course. I think that's his name, of course. Right? Yeah, Flintheart yeah. Glomgold. Uh, yeah, Flintlock, Flintheart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, 
they use those treasures. They they just steal the treasures from him. Period. Like that's it. And so you go back to Transylvania to try and get the treasures back because that's where magic is from. I guess I don't know. They don't really go into details about that, right? Jesus. And so you go do that. You beat Dracula Duck, and then you have to beat uh, Magicka and Flintheart to the top of this tower thing. Oh, I remember that part. And collect something at the top to get out, and then that's the end of the game. And then they're like, well, we didn't get the treasure, but I'm still the richest duck in the world because I have you boys and Webby. Oh, like, oh. So so they, they, always, take... they always try to throw that heart of gold thing in at the end for Scrooge, instead like in of just episodes in the movie. Instead, and of everything. The, instead of the vault of gold, he has a heart of gold. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> and so, so I gotta ask, though, on the sur- a, at surface level, there's ahead, a different okay. ending, though, isn't it? Isn't the NES one you have to have a certain amount of money at the end of the game to get the better ending? Oh, I'm not sure. Because that's well, why you collect I, the I money. In, in, in the, there's a certain that level you need. familiar, actually. I'll look it up hmm. while you keep going. That could be yeah, the case, but I think I, I, I suspect I got that one, but I don't know. Hmm. Um, however, like in in the old show and everything, you know, he's always portrayed as you know greedy on the surface, and then at right. the end of every episode, it always shows that he's got a heart of gold underneath all that. And when push comes to shove, he'll always put you know, what he cares about before the money, even though surface level, it's always about money for Scrooge, period. So you're saying Which, it's it's the opposite of real life. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. Like, the story is not aged well because the whole point is for this billionaire duck to remain a billionaire, the richest billionaire at that. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, what like, is it, you know, six cubic gallons I, of gold or some shit? I... <laughs> I gallons. don't gallons. That's not I, a lot. That's not a lot. He swims in he's it. He's got though. enough to he swim in. I'm just he sw- it's gallons because he swims in it. Because if you well, ever swam in coins, you're an idiot. <laughs> well, I was gonna say that the problem that I run into with this game and the cartoon is it taught me I could swim in coins. And that might be why I am the way I am today, guys. You've seen that Family Guy episode where he jumps into the the pool of coins and he breaks every bone in his body. He goes, "Why does he do this? This isn't possible." So there are two secret endings in Ducktales on the NES, and one people oh, watching okay. or listening probably haven't heard of. The first, the main one is yeah, if you collect a if you collect ten million dollars or more in the game, you get a, a larger pile of loot that he jumps through at the end of the game's credits. So he does get the treasure to a degree if you get $10 million in game, which is probably doable. Okay. There's a thing, there's a which trick where you can refill your life if you spend $3 million. I didn't realize that. So that's pretty interesting. Um, the, super, the super secret ending is if you finish the game with no money, if you manage to spend all your money and not collect anything, you get a special bad ending where you end up uh, going bankrupt. I've never seen that one. I have to look that up. Huh. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, because huh. to it. not collect money would be very hard in DuckTales because they literally drop gems everywhere you turn. There's a yeah, gem popping right. out. Right. Well, yeah. what you do is you make sure that it's you like at the end ending. have $3 million and then refill your life right at the, the end. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's funny. Huh. Well, I, uh, so I, I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I find it interesting that in remastered, you can freely revisit stages you've beaten. In the NAS game, you can't. The stages are a one-time visit, except for the case where some stages require you collect an item from another stage. 
And so you go to that stage and they're like, you, like you go to the, the mines, I think it is, right? And yes. they're like, oh, you need the key from Transylvania. And all of a sudden, you just, boom, you're back in the, the, the mansion in Trans Transylvania looking for a key. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I guess that happened. Mm. <laughs> well, I did kind of like the tie of having to go back and forth to the places to find the stuff to unlock the other stuff. Right. I thought that was kind of a neat. Yeah, because it's a bit different, right? Like the Amazon stage, for example, in the remake, you have to find these, I think it's like eight coins scattered on the level, and it actually forces you to take the different alternate pathways to get all of them, whereas the original NES game yes. didn't have that, right? Right. So in instead of doing stuff like that in the in Remastered, I, I hesitate to call it the new one because I think it's like 10 years old now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I think. <laughs> But uh, in Remastered, they made it to where you have to do a lot of exploration on each stage to find whatever it is that stage has you looking for. Right, you right. Know? So in the Amazon, you're looking for medallions to unlock something. In uh, On the moon, you're looking for the pieces of Gizmo Duck's outfit because mm -hmm. they've gotten Which scattered. Stuff like I that. I love Gizmo Duck. Mm -hmm. Which, Although I mean, it's really cool because they open up you know, these interactions like in the Himalayas, you're looking for pieces of the plane that launch pad crashed so that he can fix the right. plane and you can fly off. <laughs> I, I do have a question though about Gizmo Duck. Where What's do up? his feet go? See, here's a funny thing about that. <clears throat> when you grab the bottom half of his suit <laughs> as Scrooge McDuck, he the actually wheel. points the out. Wheel. Yeah. He goes, Why would why did Gizmo create this thing this way? Who would fight crime on a unicycle? <laughs> yeah, and he said that about Gyro, which is the scientist. Gyro, not Gizmo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, why did he but, create it this way? I thought that was funny. So it's, it's brought he, up. But when he puts the, the unicycle on, there's the no legs. room. There's no room no, for his. He's, he's uh, crisscross applesauce. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I always exactly. assumed that his legs were like up in the body and that the unicycle was managed as like a standalone. This it is why it's game like of the year. There's more lore and plot in DuckTales than any other game released in the last five years. <laughs> Just like, the Gizmo Duck lore you wanted. Digging deep. Right here. We are digging deep, guys. <laughs> no, I, and I, I thought yeah, it was I, cool when you, when you got Gizmo Duck 2 on the moon and you're going to go unlock the Lunar Vault or whatever, he actually comes with you and he's fighting stuff while you're while you're Yeah, that was you know, neat. Cool, like yeah. shooting rockets off at things and, and whatnot. I I was like, oh, that's and, a cool addition. I don't remember that happening. <clears throat> no, and Bubba does that in the Himalayas too. Mm -hmm. Bubba follows you around until you get to where he wants to he needs to break something for you, and he's mm -hmm. smashing enemies left and right doing the same kind of thing. Well, so I know was, that there's a stage. Cool. I know there's a stage where like launch pad helps you get through the stage. You know, you, yeah, you that's, hang that's from the, the helicopter the and the Amazon one, yeah, Amazon, the middle yeah. of the Amazon. Yeah. 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 Although so, his banter back and, and forth is like, okay. I know you're I, uh, hungry, launch pad. Get, get over it. <laughs> when I was watching you uh play it, Chard, I also saw the part where Webby where the the boys fall through the you know the the trap door and and that whole interaction with webby and scrooge like took me back to the cartoon where i was like i hate webby <laughs> <laughs> oh it was so funny i was like actually listening to that part the voice acted in bed i was playing on my steam deck 
And the wife was just like, well, that's annoying. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. Yeah. See, I'm joke. not alone. <laughs> I'm not alone. <laughs> they, they really did I had to nail turn the, the, I had to turn the cartoons. Uh, graphics like uh, the, the aspects of the cartoon was captured perfectly in the remastered version yeah for sure. oh, yeah yes oh, yeah. i know they were gonna uh, and they had one one time they were doing a remake of the show if i remember right which they did it's well, good. They did, funny because they did do they did that, that, they, they did, they did. it's not on anymore but yeah. but when they did that it didn't it almost didn't mimic like the yeah. original right it was kind of a newer yeah. version or whatever or different art, artistic style but the game mimics mm-hmm. the original so well mm-hmm. that it's like, I don't know why they didn't just do it that way. Like, why, 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 why change it up? Why, you know? Yeah. Well, it, 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 it I would well like to. I, I shared this in the Discord, but now that you bring it up, this is a good point to mention it. The moon theme is probably one of the most recognizable just NES tunes for old gamers like us, right? Mm. Yeah. And. The DuckTales reboot in its second season, there's a story that goes to the moon. And they use the moon theme in that episode. Hell yeah. It's, Very nice. oh, it's nice. used twice. Once as a lullaby. Uh, I think it's the boy's mom. Okay. So Huey, Dewey, and Louie's mom. She shares this lullaby and she sings it to like a moon monster bug thing. I don't know. To help it <laughs> calm down. Uh, but then after that, she's like jumping across the, the, you know, the, the hillsides of the moon and she's like, (laughs) it's great. So the fact that they incorporated it into the cartoon remake is amazing to me. I, I love that, you know, when they rebooted the show, they sort of took nods from what people loved about old DuckTales, however it was. And incorporated it, and it's yeah. <laughs> I I do appreciate that the new Ducktales uh, has David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck mm-hmm. because if you've and ever listened, yeah, if you've ever listened to him because he is Scottish, and oh, so mm-hmm. Scottish, Scottish he, too. Yeah, <laughs> when he does, is there when he does Doctor Who, that is not how David Tennant sounds, right? Like yeah. you, when he does his Scottish accent, there are times where you're like. Repeat, don't sound repeat, like repeat, repeat, repeat. I need to right. hear what you said. <laughs> that voice, uh-huh. that voice is not coming out of that body. That's yeah. not uh-huh. right. That's not what I hear or see. Yeah. No, I, I was, I've been super impressed with, with, with all the, all the animation and the, and the running mm-hmm. motions of when he gets the, he gets the power up where he's invincible and running through. He, it's actually quicker. I don't remember mm-hmm. it ever being that fast in the original. And you've got like the star trail behind you. And, mm-hmm. and, um, it was always, it's such a stupid little thing, but when he, when he, if you use your cane on something that it doesn't move and he hits it, yeah. In the original NES, his eyes just go, <laughs> but the body stays stays where it's at. I mean, you know, it's a bit. What are you going to do? But in the new one, when he hits it, it's like his feathers fly everywhere and his butt kicks up, and it's it's all kinds of all kinds of chaos there. I um, I really like all the 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 detail and stuff that they did with this game to keep it, you know, to keep it looking pretty pretty slick. So yeah <clears throat> but i uh this was one of the earlier games that i beat as a kid actually i i went on like a disney afternoon kick and uh chip and dale was the first one rescue rangers was the first one that i finished 
ever. First game I ever beat as a child, I think like eight or nine years old, I beat that one. And DuckTales was not too far after that. I really, really played the hell out of this game growing up. I really enjoyed it. That's wild. Uh, Rescue Rangers is pretty, pretty easy considering, but DuckTales yeah. and then Darkwing Duck as well are just, I find so much harder than Rescue Rangers. I love Rescue Rangers, especially in co-op, but I find a lot easier and manage to beat. I could never beat DuckTales as a kid. Like, uh, so kudos to you as a kid beating this. Do you, do you guys have a, a, without me looking it up, do you guys know what, what the kind of the average, uh, runtime is to beat this game? I'd say 30, 45. If you're, if you're just kind of casually playing it, I don't, I don't think it takes too long. I mean, you've got the five, six levels that you have to do. And then you got, I think you got to repeat them after you do them one more time. So it's very, it's very Mega Man. It is. I mean, it's so this or, game is so Capcom. Yeah. It's ridiculous how Capcom this game <laughs> truly is. Because if you didn't know, you would just be like, this is such a Capcom freaking game. The music, yeah. the the style, the whole platforming, everything about it. The only thing you don't do is you don't have an arm cannon. But it's mm. essentially the same damn thing. It's the same the same artwork for each enemy they all the the gorillas running around look just like the mecha gorillas and and mega man it's mm. it's ridiculous and and darkwing duck is the same way you know if i if i didn't already know it was a capcom game i would have easily been like yep that's a capcom right there so what, what you're saying is you don't have an arm cannon you have a shillelagh you do have a shillelagh <laughs> or you just have a cane that's a I, I will say i'm sorry yeah. I'm kind of surprised that uh, Chippendale was your first game. I, you guys are saying Chippendale is easier. I feel like Chippendale was harder than Ducktales. No, no really? Come on, no. Like, oh my god, I take three I hits. So much more trouble beating Chippendale than Ducktales as a kid. Really? Oh I mean, man, I'm going to say that right now. As, as I'll never forget, I was at my friend's house. This is on topic, off topic, but I was at I was fighting Fat Cat, the last boss of the game. And you got to throw the thing and hit him, and you got to dodge his cigar, his cigar ashes that are drifting down on you. And I swear to God, <laughs> welcome, I threw welcome that to the across 90s. the room yeah, when I when I when I beat that game, man, I was stoked. And he took up the whole screen. Like, listen, I know we play Dark Souls and we play all these games that are like with these elaborate boss fights and shit. But this guy took up the whole screen of my my TV. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was huge. It was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, Capcom really picked up the the spirit of the animations of Disney's cartoons, yeah. and they just they just nailed it in every respect. Right, like Fat Cat being huge, just like the cartoon. He's animated well. Ducktales, same idea. Like even Launchpad riding that helicopter in the Amazon stage. It just it just feels on point. Like they they really. They captured it so well. I'm surprised Capcom hasn't done more work with Disney recently because they had such a, a history back in the NES. They're busy uh, fighting with someone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Right. <laughs> Entire um, state. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say um, that uh, it, it's it's interesting the change in times as well. You brought up that you're dodging like cigar ashes or whatever right like <laughs> in today it'd be like you know candy canes that he was spitting out of his mouth or something right nicotine you know? patch or, kitty, or kibble <laughs> yeah or whatever yeah. yeah but i mean he was a mob boss. he was looking at the kids you know he he was a he was a he's fat cat he's a mob boss yeah. you don't know what he, yeah. he just he's a cat he's he's an a-hole cat trying to 
beat up some rodents you know that's 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 his that's his gig but yeah you look back at 41 and 40 plus years old around and we're like i don't know if i should have been playing that yeah (laughs) i think about it well i mean (laughs) we also break people's heads open with his bare hands is it the same concept that we're looking at it is bad as kids we also (laughs) had you know disney produced black hole the movie terrified (laughs) me as a kid right (laughs) right Maximilian right. like killing a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Different time. Even the windmill, <laughs> even the windmill short, that stupid short about the goddamn windmill mm-hmm. out in the middle of the day. There's no voice acting over it. There's nothing. It's just the windmill and it's animated and it's a it's a dilapidated rundown windmill that's sitting out in this field and there's birds living in the gears and there's all this stuff and then this storm comes through. <laughs> And it turns it up, and oh my, it's horrifying. But, the animals are like huddled in the gears, and the teeth, the one of the teeth of the gears is missing. So it comes down on this mama bird and her kids, but it survives because there's a hole. And what's it's this? Horrifying. When did this, this come is, out? It's called the old windmill. Check it out. That's it not is Disney Plus, is it? As a we, child, is Disney Plus censoring their know. history? It's, it's, we had it's old. Yeah. I mean, it's like before my way before any of our times like it existed but we had black hole we had secret of nim we had watership down i mean all of these are traumatizing cauldron Cauldron why we have anxiety because of these goddamn shows we grew up watching (laughs) (laughs) fucking windmill ruined my life are you kidding me 1937 this is rich my uncle i remember i was probably like 10 years old the first time i saw it so like 93 but uh, my uncle once showed me like heavy metal, mm. oh, <laughs> yeah. Class. which is definitely not something for a 10 yeah. year old, but no. I saw that when I was very young. And I want to say, uh, uh, wizards, I think was the other one. Oh yes. Wizards. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I had my older, my oldest brother's 10 years older than I am. So, um, I might've seen porkies at a very, uh, young and tender age. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Charlie! Well, watch it. Holy crap! <laughs> right? The, wow! It's 1937, dude. Oh, she's grounded up. That's awesome. I want to point out another fun thing about our era. So my my parents decided with the older kids that were you know older than me to watch Alien, and at the time, oh. like I wasn't I wasn't allowed to watch it. But I heard them watching it, and in my head, it was so much worse because I associated every noise with something in my own imagination. It was so much worse. <laughs> yeah. So worse than the new comment, dude. That's great. I put the clip up. <laughs> that's great. Here's the thing, though. Here's another thing about this. This is totally off base. I don't care. We're talking Disney. Yeah, we're off. We're off. <laughs> there is. We're on brand. Park. Wolf will know this. There's a park in uh, the Disneyland park in, in California, California adventure. They do a light show or like a water light show. Right. And they added parts of this video to the water light show. So like when the storm comes in, I'm not even kidding you. They play it like they, they project scenes of it on the water. It's really cool. But when the storm comes in and it starts raining and stuff, they they put this goddamn windmill up here. And then I start having anxiety and nobody knows why I'm freaking out because Nobody's seen this goddamn video except for my family 
<laughs> I'm like, oh god, the birds! Uh, all the animals inside are going to die from the goddamn. But nothing. Everybody lives. We need a T-shirt. Wolf. We a need a T-shirt design that just cancel the windmill, and I want a pixel windmill <laughs> and a bird's nest below it. That's what we need as a T-shirt. We got to spread the message out there. <laughs> the gears, man. Need. It's horrifying. Yeah, it's terrible. That scene is like I can't imagine the person animating that must have been in a happy place all week. That's just brutal. I have <laughs> never, I have never seen this. So I'm gonna have to go I posted look it up. The, I posted the YouTube. I I recognized it once I went and checked it out. I, I remember it. But most people uh, have seen it, but they what don't. What I will say is, they, I've never like, been to California Adventures, it. so I can't attest to that. Hmm. <laughs> well, I remember they in in the actual Disneyland theme park when they do the parades, they had the boats that would come in and they would spray the water and they would project onto the water um, before mm-hmm. California Adventure. Uh, back, you know, because I haven't been to a Disney park since before they put in California Adventure. So I think if they used to call it like fan, it was like Fantasia, but it was like the live yeah. version. Yeah. Of but they'd have what? boats come in and they had boats that sprayed the... you know, water. Mm-hmm. You know, what's scarier. So I, I was lucky to go to Japan a few years back with my daughter and we went to uh, Japan, local culture. We went to Tokyo Disney world <laughs> just cause like but they do. had the, yeah, like you do. But the one, the one park Disney sea there has, um, it has a water show and you want something terrifying put it in japanese <laughs> it's not in english <laughs> it's not in english and it was ursula i think a little mermaid scene with ursula coming up with the water it was pretty terrifying i, I nice. know we're sidetracked so bad right now but i gotta say there so we were there at, at disney in, in japan with my daughter just my daughter and i went and um she was she's only six at the time so she couldn't see so i picked her up and put her on one of the rocks right as we're watching this water show in this open bay and I love Japanese people. I love, they have a customer service that is second to none, but when you break mm-hmm. the rules, they don't mess around because within seconds of me putting her up on that rock, I had somebody from the park run up to me and they don't, they don't know if I speak English, uh, Japanese or not. So they're just like making the X They're like, this means don't do this. And I saw them do it throughout <laughs> the park. If you broke a line, if you jumped line, which I would never do, but some people did. If you, if you, you got angry, they would come up to you and they just make the X sound uh, hand gesture. And it was hilarious. And they did that to me with my daughter. So that's my girl. Yeah. X yeah. gonna give it X gonna, X gonna give, give it to you. It to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So back on topic. Back on topic. <laughs> um, back to DuckTales. So, so I I obviously don't have like a childhood experience with the original Ness uh DuckTales. Uh any notables from you from any of you on your childhood memories of playing DuckTales. I know we've talked a little bit, but any notable memories you think of? The pride I felt of beating the Dracula boss on 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 the nest was because it's a complicated fight. I mean, you have to you have to jump on the bats because I couldn't figure out how to do it when I was younger. Right. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing that tells you how to do it. You just you you kind of figure it out as you're playing through the game. But I'm like, there's no way I can jump on these three bats to get up there and hit him. And I figured out yeah. how to do it. You know, I, I just trial and error. I died so many goddamn times trying to fight this stupid boss. And I finally figured it out, and I got up there, and and then when you when you get the the end credits rolling, and and I think it showed off the the treasures you get or whatever when you mm-hmm. when you beat the game or something, and I was like, oh my god, I did it! I got the end credits. Anytime seeing the end at the end of a video game when you're ten or eleven, you're like, I'm the coolest person in this <laughs> house right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now the reason I, I asked. This- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know if this happened to you guys when you were kids playing video games, but uh, 
this used to happen to me and I specifically remember it from playing Blaster Master, but it happened with all sorts of end bosses when it was a game that you'd been working on for a while. You get to the final boss and you get that adrenaline rush where your hands are kind of numb and you don't know if you're yeah. going to be able to keep up with the fight. Yep. Bob spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got so many sweaty palm controllers from my wow. NES and from my Sega. Oh, God. All the right. time. Sonic the Hedgehog, same thing. I just yeah. would be like tripping. <laughs> tripping about it for uh for me and my memory of disney games is probably rescue rangers for the co-op the, the same screen multiplayer co-op where you could pick each yeah. other up you know that, that was a fight and throw each other could, at the enemies yes yep. and the enemies are in the spike pits or pick up an apple and throw it at your partner and they get dazed and the stars go over their head i love the co-op yep. in that game i wish and then they're stuck more in the, the apple for a minute that. yeah it's it's good <laughs> Like Capcom did such a good job with those games. They, I just can't say that enough. Capcom nailed those. Disney I like games. The, I love the catch mechanic in in Chippendales. So like, there's that one boss with the the electrical bolts and the hands, and you got to throw the red ball mm-hmm. at it. You can first literally boss. catch it. Yeah, the, is that the first one? You can literally yeah. throw it up and catch it. And speedrunners do it all the time, where you just keep throwing the ball up and, and catching mm. it. And I thought that was, that was a pretty cool thing. And if you mess it up, then you get dazed and you gotta, you got to reset if you're speed running. So, but I, I thought that was a really cool mechanic for, you know, for back, back in that, that time frame where you don't think about that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. <clears throat> now. But, uh, yeah. The, yeah. I'll go ahead. Uh, but I had a question. So keep, keep talking. I'll, I'll, Oh, I was going to go back to the ending of remastered, but mm. Um, well, I guess so. so I, I guess my say- question is 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 on the original NES. So let me let me phrase this really quick. But okay. um, the reason I asked uh, earlier what what the time to beat was is is uh, I wanted to kind of have an understanding of did this fall into uh, the era of Nintendo's difficulty spike for uh, rentals? Like, was this a game that you guys rented or you owned uh was it a game that people would end up renting you know like battle toads where yes it's a one and done but you ended up renting it you know 10 times before you could beat that game right mm, i'll go first on this one i think i I'll rented it twice okay i uh my i'm a disney kid my my parents are disney fans we watched disney shows we did all the disney crap um, my mother's originally from Southern California, so she was always at Disneyland, so she instilled all that stuff in us. So anything <laughs> Disney-oriented, if I like was like a game that was Disney-oriented, she'd get it. There would be, I didn't have to rent it. She'd be like, this is a good game for you to play. We'll pick this one up. There was, because there was no question on whether it was going to be too violent or too blah, blah, blah. And it's not like my mother's a huge, like, Dodging ashes from cigars. You know, yeah, you know, family-friendly like, content. Don't worry about it. <laughs> But the content was good. You know, I was just hitting yeah. someone on the cane in the head with a cane. But so I, I owned it and I I'm like from straight out the bat, that one and uh that one, Rescue Rangers and Darkwing Duck. I had all three of those. And okay. we never played, we just picked them up. She just bought them and, and got I think I got them for like a birthday gift or whatever. And uh mm. so I'd, I I I wouldn't I I wouldn't experience the difficulty spike to get it done in a weekend, but the game was definitely difficult you know at a young age it's difficult now like we like we all said it was difficult to play i was also playing it on my steam deck i played both versions on my steam deck just to kind of get the feel to remember of how the old one used to play and um they're both they're both pretty difficult so i'll tell you what though finding out that 
that life life improvement of not holding the D the direction button down when I was bouncing around. Huge. I was like, oh my God, I felt like a superstar after I <laughs> had to do that anymore. <laughs> my thumb hurt, man. Because well, I was uh, always holding that thing. <laughs> there's a lot of sections where if you let the cane go early enough, you end your high jump. So there's parts where you need to use that so you don't hit the ceiling, right? And yeah. that easy pogo makes those sections actually fun to do. Whereas yeah. in the NES, they're just challenging. It's like you're getting cramping your hands the way you have to hold a pogo. It's doable, but it's much more yeah. easier yeah. on the remastered version. Right. Awesome. Well, you were going to so talk about the, something with the... Yeah. Yeah. So the ending to the remaster, you, you'll remember earlier I said that he loses the treasures in the NES version, but he's still the richest because he's got his nephews, right? Of course. Um in the remake, instead of having to go back to Transylvania after you collect all five treasures, you go to Mount Vesuvius. I don't know why that's where they sent you, but that's where Magic of Dispel went to summon Dracula Duck. Even though you go to Transylvania in the game, Mount Vesuvius. Well, remember, they talked about him not being <laughs> there's no Dracula go. in Transylvania, and there's no way. It's just an old rundown place. They even mentioned that's that in true. the discussion. <laughs> it's Dracula's but, uh, vacation home. Right. <laughs> their summer home. That's all it is. It's their cottage. Right. You know. <laughs> so you, the Mount Vesuvius is the only level I really struggled with in this game. And it wasn't even the first part of it. It was honestly uh at least over halfway through, and often most of the time, after beating Dracula Duck. Uh you get through the whole stage, you fight Dracula Duck. And then you have to beat Magicka and Flitheart to your lucky dime. So they've used these treasures to swindle Scrooge out of his first dime, his lucky dime. And <laughs> that's those treasures were used to summon Dracula Duck. So he yeah. ultimately gets his dime back. He gets the treasures back. But in escaping that volcano as it's going off because of all the stuff you've done there, done there I kept dying after beating Dracula Duck. Oh. Trying to escape and get out of the mountain. <laughs> I had probably a dozen game overs. I'd have to go through the stage, beat Dracula, try to escape. I'd die. Over and over and over and over. It was Oof. so frustrating. Oof. It was probably across three different days, maybe four, of me trying to make that happen. I got so mad. Like, before I beat it, I went through all the game, got to that point, died a bunch, got fed up, went to Disney Afternoon Collection, played through the entirety of NES DuckTales, and mm -hmm. then went back to Remastered and beat Remastered. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to get that taste. By the <laughs> way, the old. I want to point something out. I spun, I just spun up DuckTales, uh, Ness, the original Ness, while we've been talking. Mm -hmm. The Pogo does stay if you hold the b button you just have to press right but down. you have to press, have to press down, down to start once first. once yeah you gotta, you gotta kick start it yeah. but you don't have to hold it down the whole time yeah yeah it's just easier yeah. to hold it down especially if you break it off <laughs> you know no i i actually made use of that where i would stop holding down because that messes with your directions oh, but no, i'd smash down i'd <laughs> i would have an indentation of the down pad in my thumb because i'd be yeah. white knuckling that thing Save hand. Uh, I can't hear the word Vesuvius without thinking of Zoolander ever. <laughs> we weren't. We never even been to Mount Vesuvius. It's been in the desert smoking peyote for three, three old days. 
<laughs> Sorry. I'm just no way off. I'm but way it, off base today. <laughs> that's okay. It wouldn't, yeah, be, it like, wouldn't be a press B if we were, you know. Exactly. You beat remastered <laughs> and then um what is it? Scrooge gets to keep all the treasure. And then you get a newspaper headline that's like, Scrooge McDuck remains richest duck in the world. <laughs> so he learned nothing. And about I was, like, I was kind of curious. I was like, is there actual dial like text in the newspaper? It was just Lorem Ipsum, blah, blah, blah. But mm. <laughs> that's where your that DuckTales the... lore is. That's where all the lore is. <laughs> in the newspaper in, the newspaper. in Latin. <laughs> it's in Latin, yeah. Like Tunic, you got to decode this language to find out how happy he is. That's right. I I don't know what my mom's talking. About. Okay, so I context. My mom is in the comments here, mm -hmm. and yeah. she just said, "I must have been a terrible mother. We picked up violent video games for Jimmy without question." <laughs> I don't remember Did... the games being stupid violent. Just NES violent, right? Mega Man Ma shooting lemons out of his arm. Mom know? wolf, mom wolf. Did you uh? Did you also let him watch uh? Black Hole, Black Cauldron, Secret of Nim. Watership down any of those, and if so, yeah. the old wind. You were normal. <laughs> you were normal. <laughs> Secret Nim is a is a dark, dark cartoon, but yeah. Oh yeah, I watched it recently. Yeah. We watched, I watched that it too. recently. Yeah, all dogs go to heaven was horrifying. I mean, yeah, God, it's terrible. Damn. Yeah, it's depressing. <laughs> it's... Yeah. Must yeah, that. Oh, we just lost Jimmy again. <laughs> um, that era of 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 uh disney and disney side uh you know like i know that uh secret of nim wasn't disney it was it was bluth right it was don bluth yes yeah, yeah. um that era was was rough <laughs> yeah it would make sense why all of us are so jacked in the head these yeah. days so, yeah i mean, I mean it, I, it i'm pretty sure i saw uh return of the living dead when I was mm. six, they're coming to get you, Barbara. I don't know if mom knew about that, but my uncle, it was the same uncle that showed me heavy metal that I got to see that. Too, <laughs> Hi, <so>. mom. <laughs> I will, I I'm will pretty mom. sure I've told her that by now. Okay. He passed yeah. away years ago. He was the closest thing I had to a big brother. But uh, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah, <laughs> that's funny. The most inappropriate movie I watched as a kid was, is it, was it? Burt Reynolds was it the best little whorehouse in Texas? That was probably the most oh, yeah. I watched, and that <laughs> yeah, wasn't wow. too too bad. Yeah, yeah now, I, I stuck that out very, at three Very little to no nudity in that, but yeah, disappointing uh, as a about, kid. It's about <laughs> a you think there would be. Yeah, it's about a whorehouse. I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting over here with Predator and Aliens under my belt for my first two <laughs> movies, and I Since think Nightmare on Elm Street four, whichever mm. one the guy does the he gets turned into the marionette. And walked out the building, which uh, I will forever this day has stained yeah. my brain for the rest of my life. I can never get that Some image out of my brutal. head. It's I uh, I watched I watched Commando at probably a young age of eight. Um, <laughs> remember when I, I said I killed you last? Yeah, I and I I remember the scene where he comes out of the shed and takes the two saw blades and like just takes off the top of a guy's head like that just like your like marionette from from uh yeah. that is mine is the guy's head getting lopped but you know guys you know uh, now you i don't feel so bad about my daughter about watching these. prometheus with, with me when she was six <laughs> prometheus is fine 
No, yeah, I don't know. Right. There's my, still there's still some chest bursting in that movie. <laughs> my kid watched Naked with me like there. a month and a half ago. Oh well, he's that movie's eight. too scary for no, me as nine. an adult. <laughs> and Old he was fine. Like yeah. he had a little like trouble sleeping kids, that night, <laughs> but he slept <laughs> through trouble. the night. He just told us the next morning that he had nightmares, but mm. after that he was fine. But uh, yeah, like for all the movies I saw, like because I saw Elm Streets as a kid, I saw Night of Living Dead, Return of Living Dead, um, Alien movies, The Blob, like all these things for all these scary movies I saw when I was little. The one that really messed with me was Cat's Eye. Mm-hmm. Yes. With that uh, stupid okay. little troll from the uh-huh. wall sucking the soul out of the little girl uh-huh. while she slept. That yeah. was what got me. Uh yep. invasion, invasion of the body snatchers <laughs> body with snatchers. uh with Donald Sutherland and that scene at the end where it's like a dog with a human's head, and I'm just like, Yeah, that's nightmare fuel forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be well, the, the weirdest everyone. tangent we've gone on in the history of Pespi, at least in the last year. From from fucking this wholesome Disney, Disney games, the scariest movies, scariest movies. <laughs> you know what Disney's famous for? Wow, <laughs> good. yeah. We had to note that Disney traumatized us as kids, so you know, yeah. well, Disney sense. and its yeah and its subsidiaries, but- yes. <laughs> to be fair, not DuckTales. Like all the DuckTales episodes, no, the movie, they were all super wholesome great. despite yeah, yeah. the yep. greed. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> yeah. greed, but that was ignore about it. ignore the blatant capitalism and like so um in <laughs> but preparation I mean, in preparation for this episode, I actually spun up the first episode of DuckTales. And wow. there's a part there's a part where somebody he's Scrooge McDuck is walking past somebody that's like you know, money for the poor, and he's like, "Not worth it." That's his phrase. <laughs> oh my it. god! It's pretty. He's pretty, he's an awful <laughs> character. He really is. It's like they really praise the yeah. Oscar Scrooge, the Grouch. <laughs> can we remember that Scrooge McDuck, I believe, originated from the Christmas Carol story yes, that was yes. done up by Disney, yeah, and then Scrooge. they gave him his own show. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's based on Ebenezer movie. Scrooge, just constantly yeah. learning the value of the human heart. Yeah. Right? <laughs> How does he's that turn into dead. a character for a show? How does Disney go, you know who'd make a great kids show? This evil miser <laughs> who starved people. <laughs> well, it's the evil miser who starved people. This that, evil that, miser that, that has the ability to learn. That's the so, important piece. It's the, the yeah, because the other side of that same coin would be Flint Hart, where he's constantly trying to make his money by stealing, yeah. thieving, right, and swindling. Learn. You know, and all these doesn't learn. Yeah, he never learns. He goes to jail like he he enlists the help of the Beagle Boys, who are a family of career criminals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, who, let's not who, let's not whenever, judge the entire when, Beagle family. We can't we can't paint them with the same brush. <laughs> there might be when, one of them. No, they are. We've okay. seen it. There's dozens they of them, and they're two, all they all their numbers. Number. Look, don't now, judge them with what they're wearing. You don't know their drip. Okay, it could be a style choice. I, I don't I don't judge them all. <laughs> I I got to point out. I'm pretty I sure Ma Beagle out. is the only one who hasn't served time. Am I the only one that whenever I watch Goonies or I watch DuckTales, I equate the the criminal families yeah. as like the same. I'm like, <laughs> it's the Beagle Boys whenever I see the, the family in Goonies. And when I see the family in Goonies, I'm like, it's the, you know, it's the Beagle. I wouldn't anyway, be yeah. shocked. The Tatellis and the Beagles are the same people. 
Yeah, yeah. I, like just... I wouldn't be shocked if, if Disney was like, "We're gonna take the 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 criminal family from the Goonies and make them the Beagle Boys family." Yeah. Like, yeah. it's the the fr- yeah the the Fratellis. It's the same the thing. Fratellis, yeah, 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 yeah. So whenever I watch those, like I look at them, I'm like, it's the same family. They just one's one's dressed up in their uh you know prison attire and have dog faces and, yeah, and red sweaters. And, and they're casual you know wear. Ma I mean, Beagle, I, again, we don't. Ma joke. Beagle and Ma Fratelli are the same character. <laughs> they are. Yeah. <laughs> just what a life. Throw her from the trade. That's right. God just like it, you know, Jake. don't don't gain your fortunes by being you know stealing and and you know stealing treasure. No, no, gain your billions by exploiting the poor workers. That's what you do. That's the lesson we're teaching our kids. Right. Yeah. Right. And we lean into that in the remastered. <laughs> the <laughs> There's the mine, right? In right. in the original NES game, there's no context to this cave mine you're in, but you work your way down, you get the treasure. But in the remastered, it's a mine that Scrooge owns, and the workers <laughs> are scared and leaving. And he's like, "Get back to work, you bunch of lazy bums!" And they're yeah, like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, shit's weird yeah. down there. I'm out, dude." <laughs> isn't like the boss, the guy going, "You're the you're the dude that's like invading our home and making all this noise up there." He's like, yeah, I own this place. Yeah. He's like, this is our home, you asshole. What do you mean you <laughs> yeah. own it? You live here. Hey, <laughs> I, I come back to money for the poor. Not worth it. <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> that is literally in the first pretty like, sure... 30 seconds of the, of the show. I'm pretty sure they made him less of a, a miserly fellow in the DuckTales remake show. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, yeah. just more of a grouch, right? Right. But even then, he's <laughs> nice to he's nice to the kids in the in the remake, even in the game. Like he's he loves them. You could you just tell. Oh yeah, he loves he the loves kids, but he's always like, "Do as I say." And then when they don't, he's like, "Okay, I guess I gotta fix it now." <laughs> yeah, because I keep fucking up. I mean, yeah, I'd be doing the same <laughs> thing. I'm not a miser. Stay but here. Sorry, Scrooge, we didn't stay here. Oh, you boys. Oh, you boys. And then and then Webby, Webby's crying in the corner and he spends five minutes I'm sorry, her. Uncle Scrooge. I told him not to do it. Back to the mines with you all. Back to the mines with you. Yeah, where's where's the punishment threat of the mines? Like <laughs> I don't know the the hanging bird cages are pretty unattractive or unappealing too. That's true. Just throw them in there. <laughs> Although arguably it's the beagles that put them in that, right? Fair. Whether they're wearing a ghost sheet or not, it's it's a yes. Look, you know what? Say what you want with the beagles, but at least the beagles wear pants. Okay, who's the real criminals in this TV show? Oh, uh, this <laughs> is true. You know, like father, like like sons. Pants and, are for poor people. Father. According Your to this show, for poor people. <laughs> only poor people color their cover. They're never, never eating. <laughs> if you could afford yeah. pants, you're too poor. Gyro, <laughs> gyro works for McDuck. He wears pants. Mm. Well, he does, but Fenton, he has his accountant him. doesn't wear pants. Yeah, that's mm. true. It's true. So <laughs> he also and, has to have his hat you. attached by a string. And, and Gizmo doesn't wear pants under his suit. So there you go. Because he's crisscross <laughs> applesauce. Well, Gizmo is Fenton, so yeah. Yeah. awesome. Well, any other thoughts on this, wow. or I <laughs> um, have we, have we been all over the gamut before, today? 
before researching this episode, I didn't realize there was a DuckTales 2 on the NES. I haven't fired it up. Well, I, I fired either. it up, but I haven't actually played any of it yet. <laughs> I got as far as seeing the level select screen and realizing how fast and loose they played with geography, and that was it. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's right. You po- you posted that picture. Uh, yes. For us. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that was great. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that was great. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, give a solid uh these games are worth playing. Um as hard as they are. Oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a high recommend for these games. Yeah, huge. Great. Absolutely great. Yeah. If not just to listen to the bangers that those games produced. Oh, yeah. I mean, Cap, oh yeah. Capcom yeah, has all a the real hard time producing anything poor in the late 80s, early 90s. I I can't suggest this game enough. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Well, we have a little housework before we finish, guys. So um, for those that are just joining the podcast for the first time or haven't listened to the last, I don't know, few months of episodes, we are compiling, we are working on compiling a Press B to Cancel Top 100 list where each episode, the people that are in the episode nominate a game for the list. Once we have enough nominees, we will vote amongst ourselves. Maybe we'll bring in the community. We'll see. But I think this is for us. This is a press B, so it'll be a vote amongst ourselves, and we will we will come up with our top 100 list. So, yes. that said, uh, who wants to start with their nominee? I'll, I'll go. go first. Uh, Screw I guess- it. Okay, yeah. Jake probably wants to go first so nobody steals his. It's true. Yeah, fuck you all. Okay. So <laughs> you already know what mine is. Street Fighter 2, my ass. Anyway, I'm playing the new anyway. It was almost uh, Mega Man X. <laughs> all right. So for mine, I, I don't want to make the list, you know, NES heavy, but I have to add one of my favorite games in the NES, and that is Monster Party. Monster Party is an amazing game on the NES. It is also difficult. But I think it's amazing just for the sheer number of bosses that are in that game. And when I say bosses, like from King Tut, who spits snakes at you, to uh, freaking a dancing samurai, to just spider, just the variety. Like there's even a boss where it's a cat in a well who throws kittens at you. You can't make these bosses up. It's just wildly unique <laughs> and deranged at the same time. And I just, I just love everything about Monster Party. It's one of my favorite games. And there's like a good variety in the stages as well. Excellent. Good choice. Well, Chard, you want to go next? Yeah. I am uh we're leaving all the consoles behind for mine. And uh I am a big, big fan of this series. Uh all of them to be honest with you. But I'm gonna go ahead and lean into the series that I think captured more people's affections in this in this whole series. And we're going with King's Quest, but we're going with King's Quest five, which I believe is called Absence Makes a Heart Grow Fonder. Or yonder, yonder, isn't it? Yonder, I think it's yonder. That's right. Yeah. Where you play as King Graham um, and you're out to find a wife, apparently. And um, it's the big turn. It was the big turn in the game series because the originals were always done with keyboard, you know, keyboard clicking, mm-hmm. typing in what you're looking for. This was the big turn with the actual mouse was included into the game so you can click on items and, and do quick swaps and, and look at things without having to type look at ground. That's not a command. Stare at ground. That's Take not a rock. Command. Take rock. You find a rock. What do you do with it? Take rock. Throw, throw rock. Throw rock. That's yeah. not a command. You know, it's it's all that 
and you didn't have to change all the floppy disks. You could actually load this entire game on your PC right. and play it straight off the bat. So I'm going with uh, King's Quest V. I think it was one of my favorite point-and-click adventure games. Um, all the King's Quests, honestly, were all of my favorite point-and-click uh, adventure games. But five, I think, has has the most memorable stuff in it and and has brought more people to the franchise by itself than than the rest and also a fantastic soundtrack um especially if you have uh the mt32 pi i should probably spin this up on my mister and get a sample so that you guys can hear the soundtrack on the mt32 uh sierra was very well known for hiring uh composers and they Mm -hmm. you know did their soundtracks with actual composers so King, there's a lot of King's Quest games where I actually was in awe about what I was watching and listening to. It yeah. was it was like a cinematic movie that you were playing at the time. I mean, again, it's it's low res and all that stuff, but but at the For time sure. we were just like, holy shit, right. this is incredible. So I uh, definitely got to go with King's Quest Five. Excellent. All right, Werewolf. How about you? Resident Evil. Nice. Number one. Number one, yes, number one, yeah. the first Resident okay. Evil. <laughs> okay. Number number what? Because it is responsible for it, it's it's pretty much single handedly responsible for the. I don't want to say I can't say resurgence and not the birth of, but the popularity of the survival horror franchise. Mm-hmm. I think it because originated before didn't that. It? They were no, um, I do believe D came before it. And Clock Tower and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. But Resident Evil is what made it accessible and what caused it to really catch fire with everybody, right? And, you know, it's it spawned a... Um, I don't... It, it, I was going to say an eight-game franchise, but it's way more than that because there's the sure. Umbrella Chronicles, there's Gun Survivor, there's tons of them. So Zero, it's way more than that. But it, There's at least 12. Yeah, it's a massive franchise. And then it's it's probably the reason Silent Hill got popular. Alone in the Dark got popular. Like all these games really come stem from Resident Evil 1. And it was it was really something special at the time. I still quote it all the mm-hmm. damn time. Every time I hear somebody say what is this, I respond, "Hope this is not Chris's blood." <laughs> i still like if i see broken text somewhere that just looks kind of unreadable or garbled my my first thought is for itchy tasty right like (laughs) resident evil has become a part of my thought process the original one so fantastic that's funny chris was my old partner too actually i'm actually playing the remake the the remastered one tomorrow matter of fact so yeah. Nice. I still have to. I'm playing through five with a friend of mine right now. And nice. then we're actually going to play through six. Neither I'm of right us has played you. through it. I'm right so. behind you. <laughs> but I'm doing nice. all the remakes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excellent. Well, and then mine uh is so we're we're going with a DOS heavy episode because we're doing more than one DOS game. Uh, my game is Heroes of Might and Magic, the turn-based strategy, not the RPG, the turn-based strategy that stemmed from the Might and Magic series. Uh, there was a game uh, before it, uh, Warlords and Warlords 2, that kind of started this trend where it was uh, top world exploration and then turn-based combat. 
And then Heroes of Might and Magic basically took that. You have a hero that you work through the world. You go and collect troops. You then try to take castles from the from the you know the bad guys, and you you build your troops. You start out with things like just regular warriors or wolves or something, and you eventually end up with dragons and angels, and and you collect these along the way. I collected an angel along the way, um, and uh, it stemmed an entire series. Uh, I am going with number one because it is what created that entire series. But if you want kind of the definitive experience play heroes of my magic three that is kind of the definitive experience but um yeah it's a fantastic turn-based uh combat uh top world exploration game nice neat cool neat cool i never picked up any of the heroes of might and magic games i always wanted to try one of the standard might and magic games but didn't get the chance hmm. uh might and magic is a fun um like those games as well are great they're they're fantastic kind of that pseudo first person from back in the day where you had the little window and yeah it yeah. would move it would move but it was like that pseudo 3d it was still you mm-hmm. know a grid that you were walking <clears throat> on you had your party they, they were great they were fantastic um well worth playing three four five um i think four and five combined together to make the world of zine and that is a blast to play. So, yeah, for sure. Huh. Good, good, good call. Yeah, yeah. DOS well, heavy. it was. Yeah, we had two MS-DOS games. Um, okay, so um, any other thoughts, guys, on any of the things we've talked about? All right. Well, then, once again, uh, like, subscribe, tell your friends. Come join our Discord. You can find out how at pressbeatacancel.com. Um, and uh, yeah, otherwise, it's been uh, it's been awesome. I appreciate all of you being here. Absolutely. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Blathering Blatherskite. Woo! Thank you.